0: Anchor date is 11.25.2020. That's the year 2020. Current time is 05.39 a.m. Eastern Time here in upstate New York. That'd be the southern tier of upstate New York where I live and reside. Rich Roberts at Fireman Rich here this morning on the anchor. For day 25 of Na Pod POMO. The Audio Challenge, the original Audio Challenge, here in the month of November. And we're doing it here, and we're continuing on, and we're making great progress here. The Audio Challenge is where you do one audio a day for the month of November, and Pomo is in its 13th year. That's why it's the original. It all started here. All other Audio Challenges are copies and derivatives. (laughs) I like saying that. But uh, Rich Roberts here on the Anchor at Fireman Rich as well as I'm over there on Twitter as at Fireman Rich. And this morning I want to first mention because I mentioned it right at the very tail end of yesterday's audio for the Audio Month Challenge. um, I do have my morning coffee. Which I normally do. It's one of those things that you need to get going is the morning coffee. And I'm just wondering, once uh, the audio month is all over with, what am I going to do as far as (laughs) continue on through? Because this sort of gets me up early in the morning, at least a good 30, 45 minutes early to uh, get this all done. But currently outside, it's about 38 to 40 degrees Fahrenheit. It's not too bad. Um, Let's see... uh, Let's see what we got here. Uh, got some cloudy, uh, cloudy with overcast uh, rain during the afternoon today, uh, but mostly cloudy until uh, it's going to be about one o'clock this afternoon where we get the rain. But uh, winds uh, are out of the south at about 15 miles an hour. Chance of rain is 70 percent. So we'll see what happens there. And uh, this morning the sun will be rising at 07:09 a.m. About another uh hour and twenty nine minutes maybe thereabouts and the sun will, sun will be setting later today at uh four thirty eight p m and when it goes down it goes down it's not too bad it looks the fall sunsets are pretty nice and stuff like that, even though they are earlier here as far as that goes. But we are counting trees from space now. NASA is using supercomputers and AI to count Earth's trees from space for the first time. So here's another first. I thought they were, thought they'd be doing something like that already, but I guess evidently not. And uh, let's see to get a sense of how much carbon the Earth can store now this thing about carbon the earth and trees now i've I've, I've had some articles i've read here on the anchor uh, for anchor audio and anchor morning audio uh where the anchor morning audio just to give it a plug it's about good news and this is about good news too i'm positive stuff but i've had uh done some audios uh, as far as how we need to plant more trees as far as that goes so plant a tree the tree takes the carbon out of the air and um and whatnot, so uh, and I think they even have a, a they did the math and they figured they need a a few billion trees planted on this earth to really put a um a dent in the uh carbon um, to reduce the carbon footprint, i guess on this blue marble but um to get a sense of how much carbon the earth can store and how it changes over time, scientists have ha- would need to count a bewildering number of trees and track their growth over time. Incredibly, the folks at NASA are using supercomputers to do precisely that via top-down imagery from space. So they're counting the trees from space. Scientists from NASA Gordon Space Flight Center in Maryland Recently part- partnered with international team of researchers to map the trees using high-resolution satellite imagery with uh, more than 1.8 billion trees that are found outside of forest areas over a swath of more than half, half a million mile, square miles. So they're uh, doing this as far as in sections. The team uses used one of the fastest supercomputers in the world, Blue waters at the University of Illinois, to perform the a deep learning analysis on terrain imagery from across large sections of western West Africa. They found they could not only count trees that um that the satellites had failed to see before. But they could begin to assess the carbon storage potential, those same trees, at the same time. So much of the world's effort to assess large number of trees has focused on well forest regions. This is why the NASA team sought to focus on isolated trees in dry lands, and semi-arid regions of West Africa. Let's see, these dry areas are white on maps. They are basically masked out because normally satellites just see, don't see the trees, said lead author Martin Brandon. They see a forest but if the tree is isolated they can't see it. Now we're on the way to fill these white spots on the map, and that's quite exciting. To train the machine learning algorithm, Brandon, an assistant professor of geology at the University of uh, Copenhagen, uh, marked nearly 90,000 trees spanning different terrain personalities, giving the software different shapes and shadows to learn the difference. The team also trained their algorithm to recognize both individual trees and small clusters in different types of uh, regions from savanna to desert. And uh, uh, with the right training in place, a job that may have taken trained eyes several years to complete took only a few weeks for artificial intelligence. The team also, the team was able to map the crown diameter, that's the width of the, Tree viewed from above of 1.8 billion trees spanning around the area of more than 500,000 square miles. That's 1.3 square kilometers. Okay, kilometers. Kilometers. But anyway, it's 500,000 square miles they're looking at. They also compared the variety of tree coverage and density under different rainfall patterns. Information the team plans on. Uh, comparing with upcoming tree heights and biomass data to identify carbon storage potential, because that's what the tree does. It takes in carbon dioxide to breathe and it exhales oxygen, but that carbon dioxide is stored in the tree. Thus, trees are good in uh, uh, keeping our carbon footprint down. Uh, In the future, assessment of this kind will more efficiently track deforestation around the world for conservationists. The overhead data from one year will also be compared to later years for scientists to assess whether conservation efforts are working. Accurate automatic tree counting should also further the ability of uh, land owners to monetize unused space. They may have for planting new trees to qualify for much carbon, they are uh, to quantify how much carbon they are storing for carbon credits. Ultimately, improving the ability of research researchers to spot trees where they couldn't before with satellite imageries and to gauge the carbon storage of trees will eventually enable climate scientists to make global measurements of carbon storage uh, on land. This will be a vital tool in a world where storing our excess carbon is becoming even more critical. And I have in the audio notes to this particular anchor audio, um, uh, a link to a YouTube that, uh, uh, let me click it here, it goes... uh, it is uh, a YouTube that will show, let's see, it's called uh, NASA Supercomputer Study Breaks Ground for tree mapping carving research. So it's, a, it's about a one minute clip that scientists from the space uh, from uh, Space Flight Center in Greenbelt, Maryland, and international collaborators demonstrate a new method of mapping the location and size of trees growing outside of forests discovering surprising high numbers of trees in semi-arid regions such as the deserts and the groundwork for more accurately uh, global measurement of carbon storage so it gives you a little clip there of how they're doing this uh, from uh, NASA Actually, it's from NASA Gordard, uh YouTube page, part of the NASA family. So that's that's exciting as far as uh, to be able to count the trees that they couldn't count. But what's that telling me is the takeaway is the technology, and we see it in our phones. Look at the, the new Apple phone with the the camera technology has. The new Samsung phone for uh, um, for the Android folks, the cameras that uh, there's improvement in that and that eye in the sky so to speak that's looking down is now not looking at a white spot because of the arid desert uh, land you know it's it's focusing in on the 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 vital information of counting every tree as far as that goes so we can tally it up and uh, see what the the carbon storage capability of course we still need to plant trees okay if planting trees is a good thing. is a very good thing, and um, um, so this is a, a, a good uh, good item to be talking about as far as uh, NASA's ability. Uh, using super... You know, it makes me wonder. I wonder these, uh these um, satellites are doing this counting. They, they declassified, and these were the satellites that were spying on people or <laughs> spying on other countries or something like that for the CIA. Who knows? Uh, just a little funny there as far as that goes. But it goes to show the technology that we have, and it, it, it just gets more and more uh, better, and it, it will eventually help us uh, because uh, this is... Uh, very good information for uh, uh, scientists to have to uh, be able to uh, help mitigate our carbon issue that we have where um, I know here in the United States there's data out there, scientific data, that the carbon footprint has been going down for us. And I think it's starting to come out that other countries uh, that haven't really been uh, focusing too much in it um, they're starting to come down, and I may talk about that. I'm not going to name the countries, but uh, there are a number of countries that are. And I know here in the United States, we are. Uh, uh, there's some people that want to <laughs> have it come down a lot more drastically than what they should. But by doing that, there it has consequences, and I don't think uh, this country could survive the consequences. So I think we're moving in the right direction. We could move a little bit more, but uh, not as drastically as some people want to uh, um and and, but the data is showing that the carbon footprint here in the united states is uh being reduced as far as the carbon the co2 i should say co2 and carbon i think that's the same thing that they're talking about but but with that um i'm gonna go ahead and finish my coffee that i talked about when i first started this audio (laughs) I still I almost missed it yesterday. That would have been a first because I'm always talking about my coffee as far as uh especially doing an audio here early in the morning before going into the day job. And um so this is day twenty-five of NAPOD pomo, the Audio Month Challenge in the month of November each year. And friend this is the one for 2020. It's thirteenth year, the original audio month challenge, and um I'm I'm happy to be here to take part in that as far as that goes i'm having fun and i'm also uh, enjoying the fact that i'm averaging I, I said this before seven to eight almost nine uh listens per uh episode here for this audio month challenge and i greatly pre- I, I know some people say well that's not too much fireman rich and i said to me if i get one or two that's freaking fantastic i'm getting seven eight nine um I'm really liking that, folks, okay? So um, I got an idea who are listening, and I greatly appreciate it. And uh, those that are new listeners, thank you very much. And if you're listening to this on the replay, thank you also. It's greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, So with that, you all have a great one on this Wednesday. Uh, Live life, have fun. Take care wherever you may be on this Big Blue Marble And uh, we'll be talking to you in the next audio right here on Anchor. Y'all take care. Peace. And ciao for now. (laughs)